This is the GOAT Level Podcast with your host, the GOAT, the legend, the hero, Van Pugh. Had to give you that laser right off the bat, boy. You already know. Let me start off with this. The gas shortage, oh my God. See, since I'm a Lyft driver, (laughs) sorry about all that stuff in the background, you know. We ain't professional yet, but it's coming. We will be one day. You better get on the bandwagon before it's too late. You already know. But the gas shortage is awful for me because uh, I'm a Lyft driver, and that's all I do is drive Lyft, at least for now. While Goat Level isn't really doing anything, uh, while it's not making any money, while I'm not really making it shake, I got to make money somehow, and that's how I choose to do it. And, you know, the gas shortage, damn, no good. No good for me at all. But it's all good, though. We rebounded nicely. Big sigh of relief today because I was able to fill up my rental car at a gas station. I was like, okay, so it's not completely out. But I was I was scared for a second because all these places didn't have gas. And I was like, uh-oh. Uh-oh, I might be in trouble here. I got, <laughs> I got some bills to pay and stuff. So I don't want to be, you know, looking around for money. At a time like that, you feel me? But it's coming to an end. See, in a situation like that, I was just looking for somebody to be mad at. I was looking at the hackers. I was like, why would you hack the system like this? What do you gain from this? Oh, money. That's right. Okay, whatever. All right. All right I got. I get mad at the the pipeline, the gas pipeline people. Like, how do you let this happen? How do you let people hack your system? How do you take this long to get gas back to everybody? And then I thought about it. And once I kept reading and reading and trying to understand what was going on, I ended up realizing that it was the people panic buying that really hurt us. Dog, the pipeline was back on schedule yesterday. But yesterday, everyone was panic buying, but we were good starting yesterday but everyone thing is the end of the world and panic buying and that made the gas stations run out of gas and hurt people like me and this this is the only thing i do that hurt people like me because people scared they saw trash but it's all good though it's done it all worked out i prayed about it and sure enough right after i prayed about it and went out looking for gas i got it ain't god good you better ask somebody. But okay, but okay, on to the next thing. <laughs> While my phone is dying, I'm gonna t- I'm gonna I'm gonna take care of that in a little bit. Uh, on the other hand, uh, the good thing is the announcement came from Muriel Bowser that DC is pretty much reopening. Uh, capacity limits on sporting events and concerts and restaurants are gonna come down, and mass restrictions about to come down soon. And also, it's full reopening in June, for the most part, pretty much for the most part. And um, I know I knew he was back. I know we're back because I'm starting to get emails about my pickup basketball group that I used to be in um, before the pandemic. The, you know, the, the group that played at six in the morning. 
Yeah, I don't know if I'm going to be able to get up for that because I'm not a morning person anymore. But the competition is so good, and I got so much better as a basketball player playing with them. I mean, it, it might be worth it, and it's $10 a game. So I saved a bunch of money not playing with these guys for a year and a half. I'm just saying. <laughs> or just a year. But, yeah, yeah, I guess we're back. You know, things are opening up, and D.C. United's allowed more people. Nationals are going to be allowed more people starting, I guess, next week. And um, the Wizards are going to be allowed more people. The Capitals are going to be allowed more people. June 11th. I think these guys are going to be close to full capacity. The Nationals is going to be pretty much back to normal. Hopefully the ticket prices come down. Hopefully 4th of July ticket prices come down. Hopefully the ticket prices for Nationals Padres come down. Even though it's not that bad. It's like around 90-something bucks. It, I, I guess I won't be able to go to that game. But Nationals tickets, hope that come down. The DC United tickets ain't bad right now. They're not that good, and you know I'll talk about them later. But I'm, those tickets should come down too. Yeah, we'll see, man. I, I just, I just love it. I, we're getting back to normal. We're slowly getting back to normal. I guess all I'm waiting on is the running group I was in, and then I got to decide if I want to join, rejoin that running group, because I'm not in the type of running shape I was in when I was running with them back in March, last March. So that's going to be a tough one. Same thing with the pickup basketball group. I got to ramp up. I got to ramp up. I got to I got to get in some sort of basketball shape or or at least put some shots up or something. Because I can't just just go out there all willy-nilly, man. I get hurt. <laughs> and I'll look ridiculous. <laughs> we'll see though, man. We'll see. But glad DC is reopening and you know, let's see what they do. Now, the big thing this week was the NFL schedule release. I was excited. The excitement kind of wavered that Wednesday. The excitement kind of wavered once week one came out because week one was so fire. It's like, man, I'm excited for the rest of this stuff. They ain't that excited because week one is that fire. It is. Week one is it's crazy. Um, Bucks, Cowboys. Honest, honestly, man, they could have gave the Bucks a better opponent. You know, they could have gave the Bucks the Packers. They could have gave the Bucks the, I mean, a better game would have been, any of the division games would have been better. Okay, maybe not. But, <laughs> well, the Bucks got to go to the Colts. That, that wouldn't have worked. They could have did some other games. I, I think Bucks and Cowboys is a money move. And it's just for ratings. Because, I don't know, man. It's just you got the best player and the best brand. You got two of the biggest brands in the sports playing each other. That is ratings galore. I guess it's good for TV, I guess. And if if the Cowboys are up to par, and if they play, if Dak Prescott is healthy and play like he did before he got hurt, that's going to be a hell of a game. That's going to be a lot of fireworks. And um, I did predict 35-24 on Twitter. But now that I think about it, I got like 42-35 bucks. I think it's going to be a shootout. I think the Cowboys, they're going to see all the disrespect from fans and Tom Brady laughing at them. And 
They're going to come to play. First game of the season, national TV, the Bucks getting their rings. They're going to come to play. And, you know, Skip and Shannon already predicting the Bucks to win. I'm predicting the Bucks to win. But I'm telling you right now, it's going to be a dogfight. It's going to be a dogfight, and I wouldn't be surprised if the Cowboys won. Okay, other than that, Rams versus Bears, I mean, that game was such a joke last year. Like, the Rams dominated them, and I'm expecting the same this year, even with Matt Stafford. Ravens versus Raiders on Monday night. I mean, dog, Chiefs and Browns is week one. But that should be the Monday night game. Like, that is potentially the game of the year. Potentially. In week one, just like that. So, uh, other matchups you got. You got Eagles going to the Falcons. I mean, if I could possibly go there. I mean, that could be an excuse to finally go to Atlanta and see my folks. And also go to Alabama. Maybe you check out an Alabama game. But whoever Alabama plays then it's probably going to be a blowout. It's probably going to be a joke. So uh, I might want to fade Alabama on that one. Maybe just go to Atlanta, see my folks, watch the Eagles open the season. But I, I doubt I'm going to do that, though. Um, You got Washington football team against the Chargers. Now, that's a good one because... That's a really good one because you got um, Justin Herbert versus that defense and specifically Chase Young. And some there's a segment of Washington sitcom fans that believe they should have took Justin Herbert. And they're not really that wrong. Like, they definitely could have went with Justin Herbert. But I, I guess, you know, Chase Young isn't bad either, and he – was arguably the best player in that draft. So you couldn't go wrong with either guy, to be honest. But, hey, man, that should be a good matchup. Uh, I'll predict who wins that game later. Um, I'm going to just go ahead and set it. I, I, I think the Chargers are going to win that game. But I'll confirm that later. That's going to be a crazy game. Jets and Panthers right out the gate. Jets and Panthers right out of the gate. That's going to be crazy. Um, Steelers and Bills. Well, the Bills kind of choked them out last year. I mean, the Steelers were in that game, but they kind of fell apart. That that game I watched in Jamaica, and I was disappointed because the Steelers just, they just fell apart, and the Bills were just better. Uh, Jets and Panthers, right out the gate, Sam Darnold against his old team. I love that. I love that. You got the Vikings and the Bengals. You got the LSU 2019 family reunion. You got Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase versus uh, Justin Jefferson. That's going to be vicious. That's going to be nice. And I can't wait for that. There's probably a bunch of other games, but I ain't really, I ain't really tripping on those other games, to be honest. But those are the, the main ones. And then... Some other games, so you got Bucks and Pats week four. I talked about that game a while ago on this show, and I was like, that game is going to be insane, and it's coming. It's going to be a year away, and we already got the schedule for it. We're, we're getting that much closer. So it's a week four game, 
in a Sunday night football. And I really want to go, but it's already is going to be tough because tickets are going for $1,100 already. Look at that ticket and look at the ticket prices of all the other games, and they don't even come close to the amount of money for this game because you talking about Tom Brady going back to New England, and this is probably his last time back at New England. If you're a sports fan, you got to want to see that. Forget a Pats and Bucks fan. If you're a sports fan, you got to want to see that, witness history. But it it's going to take me a miracle to go to that game. But that reminds me, um, that's setting up for what could be a crazy week if I have the money to do it. If I have the money to do it, this could be a dream week because this this what will happen. So on October 3rd, it would be Pax Bucks. I stay in Boston for two days, reunite with my Uncle Charles. That would be dope. Then I go to Austin. I stay there basically until Thursday or Friday. And then I might check out a Texas volleyball game or a Texas soccer game. Then that weekend is the big OU Texas game. And that Sunday, you got the Cowboys playing the Giants at Jerry's World. And then, you know, if I really, really want to go ham, you got the Ravens Colts in Baltimore that Monday. That is a heck of a week of live sports. If I, that is definitely Mr. Marlin or Marlins man. That is definitely a Marlins man type of slate. But realistically, I'll probably just have to just do OU Texas and be done with it. And maybe that's the financially right thing to do. Actually, the financially right thing to do is just to fade all this stuff and watch it on TV and just work. <laughs> that's the financially best thing to do. But I think the most realistic thing is me going to OU Texas and then going to maybe Colts and, and Ravens. Maybe. But OU Texas for sure. But all those other games, if I could swing all those other games, I'd be balling. That'd be a heck of a week. If I could make that happen, it's probably going to take about $10,000 to make that happen. If I could make that happen, that'd be fire. And with the rest of the schedule, I mean, here's the games that I'll probably go to. Here's the games I'm interested in going to. I'll probably be at one, two, or more of these games. So... Eagles on the road versus Giants. Giants circled down their calendar. Their official Twitter circled down their calendar. I, they got me hyped for that game. I'm trying to see it. Eagles at home versus Cowboys in Washington football. They're about in December, end of the season. Why not? You know, I'm, I always, I've done that before where I've gone to Philly for one of those games, and I typically have a good time, and the Eagles t- – yeah, they've won. They usually win. I mean, the two times I did the Eagles and Cowboys around that time period, they won. That one time I did Washington versus Philly, they lost. Uh, let's, we'll see. Uh, Bucks versus Pats, of course. I've circled that game on the calendar since last year, maybe even 2019. Ever since basically Tom Brady said he was going to the Bucks, I've circled that game in my calendar because I knew it was coming. But it's Super Bowl prices, so I don't know if 
I'm going to make that happen. Chiefs versus Washington football. Mahomes coming to D.C. Yeah, that's hard to pass up. Chase Young versus Patrick Mahomes. That's going to be insane. That game is October 17th. I could definitely make that happen. And I don't got to go far. Cowboys versus uh, Washington FT or Washington sitcom. Always. That's always on my radar because I grew up in that rivalry. I grew up watching that rivalry and watching the fans go at it all year long. Uh, that I've always wanted to go to one of those games. So I, I could definitely do that. And it's in December. And I, I could I could check that out for sure. You got Seahawks Washington football. Only because it's on a Monday night. I want could possibly check that out. Just because it's a Monday night and it's Russell Wilson, why not? Eagles and Bucks. That's a Thursday night game. Tom Brady in Philly. I had a chance to see Tom Brady in Philly last time when he was with the Pats, and I choked. I fumbled the bag. And I was in Philly, but I ended up going home and watching the game at Top Top Golf. That that ended up being okay. But I could have been at the game, but I chickened out. I got another opportunity this year on Thursday night football. That would be interesting. Uh, you got Ravens, Colts, like I said, after OU Texas. That would be dope. Uh, Steelers, Titans on my radar because it was such a good game last year. It's in Pittsburgh this time, but why not? Pittsburgh is drivable. It's five hours away. Why not? You got Browns, Cardinals. I want to go to a Browns game. That's clearly the best one. They're clearly the best non-division one they have by far, clearly. Um Pats and Panthers, that's Cam Newton going back to New England. I mean, going back to Carolina. That is an underrated game. That's a very underrated game, and I kind of want to check that out. You got Chargers and Ravens. Chargers versus Washington football or Chargers versus Philly. Now, if I decide to go to Chargers versus uh, Philly or Washington, I need to decide quick because both of those games are in September. Or early October. So I would have to decide fast if I want to see Justin Herbert play on the East Coast. And then you got uh, Chiefs at Ravens, which could be an AFC preview. That's in Baltimore. I could check that out. That's that's a good option. And Packers at Chiefs, I mean, that could be a Super Bowl preview. So I expect high prices for that. I, I mean, going to Kansas City wasn't really on my radar but for a game like that, if Aaron Rodgers still with the Packers, that could be now that could be the game of the year. The Packers and the Chiefs, a potential Super Bowl preview. Oh man, we'll see though. I promise you, I'll be at at least one of these games. Remember this. All right, so now let's predict the schedule for the Eagles, the sitcom, the Cowboys, and the Bucks. I'm about to start with the Eagles because that's my team. Uh, let's see what we got here. So, okay. Atlanta, that's a win. I mean, we're, we'll edge it. We're, we're an underdog, but we'll, we'll, we'll find a way to edge that game. San Francisco, loss. Dallas, loss. I, I hate to say it, but we'll probably, we'll probably lose that game. Uh, so now we're one and two. Kansas City lost. I I don't see how we win that game. Ca- uh, Carolina, 
W. That's two and three. Tampa Bay will fight hard, but we'll probably lose. That's two and four. At Las Vegas. Ah, screw it. We we two and five. All right. Detroit. That'll be a tough game, but we'll win. The three and five. Uh, Los Angeles. Give us a W. Four and four and five. So you got Denver five and five. New Orleans will beat them again. They're less. They're even less talented than they were last time. And we beat them last time. Six and five. At New York. Now nah, we 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 got we got to get that one. Well, we got to get that one. Six and six. I mean, seven and five. So then at the Jets, eight and five versus Washington, we'll probably drop that one. Eight and six. New York will get us. We will split that one. Eight and seven. I think we went at Washington nine and seven, and then we'll beat Dallas ten and seven. It's very <laughs> people probably go listen to this and be like ten and seven. What? <laughs> You'll see. You'll see. Watch. Just watch. All right. So I got the Eagles at ten and seven. Now let's go to the Washington sitcom. Okay. So they got the Chargers first game. That'll be a close one. And I got the Chargers winning. Uh, that game's starting out at forty-six bucks. It'll probably be cheaper come game time. So I might. I I really could end up at that one. But anyway, that's a loss. Could come down to the wire. That's going to be a tough game. Contrasting styles. We'll see. So that's a loss. First game against New York. That's a W. So that's one and one. At Buffalo, loss. At Atlanta, that's a win. They're just, they're just better. They're just, they're just better. So that's two and two. So versus New Orleans, W. Three and two versus Kansas City loss. Three and three. Green Bay loss. Three and four. Denver. That's a win, even though that's gonna be tough on the road. That's a sneaky road game. So now you're four and four. Tampa Bay loss. Boy. It might be worse this time. Four and five. At Carolina, you'll win that game five and five. Seattle loss. And I might be there. So that's five and six. Las Vegas loss. Come on, man. Derek Carr. Come on. Five and seven. <laughs> All right. Versus Dallas, you'll win that one. Six and seven at Philadelphia. At Philadelphia, I already said that they will win. So now we're at seven and seven. Yeah. So then at Dallas, loss. Versus Philly. Philly getting it. We'll get that get back loss seven and nine at New York loss. So that's seven and ten. <laughs> seven and ten, bro. We'll see, bro. We'll see. I might be wrong. I might be wrong, man. I might be wrong, but hey, let's see. No, no, no. Okay, okay. They they just might sweep the Giants. They just might sweep the Giants. So I'll I'll give them that one. So congratulations. Eight and nine. Below the Eagles. You already know. All right, so now let's do the Cowboys. All right, Cowboys. Cowboys. Tampa Bay. Loss. Chargers. Win. And that might be the game of the year. Uh, I keep saying that, but seriously, that's going to be a crazy game. But you'll, you'll probably win that game. 
So you're one and one. Versus Philly, I already said that you'll win that game. So that's two and one. Carolina win three and one. Versus New York win four and one. I might be there, I might not. At New England, uh, yeah, you'll win that one. I mean, you should have won the last time you were there. So now the uh, Dallas is five and one. God damn. Uh, Minnesota lost. No answer for their, for Justin Jefferson and Thielen. Uh, versus Denver should win that. That is six and two. Atlanta seven and two. Kansas City lost. Boy, Las Vegas lost seven and four. At New Orleans, yeah, you win that one. Eight and four. At Washington, already said you'll lose. You'll lose eight and five. At New York, that's a loss. Eight and six. Versus Washington, you'll win that one. Nine and six. And then Arizona lost. Nine and seven. And for the division, for the division, two nine and seven teams at Philadelphia. That's probably going to get bumped. To eight fifteen because we'll both be nine and seven. You'll lose. You'll you'll lose. <laughs> you'll lose. Everyone's gonna favor you to win, but you'll lose. And it's deja vu from two years ago. So boom, nine and eight. <laughs> oh my God, where's Tampa Bay? So okay, so now Tampa Bay. Just because undisputed was doing it. Uh, let's see. Tampa Bay, Dallas win, Atlanta win, Los Angeles Rams win, New England win. Emotional game, but they'll get it. Miami, ah, uh, uh, damn. That's a win. That's a win. That's a win. So already they five and zero. Oh. Eagles win, Bears win. New Orleans win. That's 8-0. They're 8-0 going to the bye. At Washington, win. 9-0. Versus Giants, loss. They struggled to beat them last time. They'll probably lose this time. So they're 9-1. At the Colts, loss. Atlanta, close win. Very close. So now they are 11-2. Buffalo, loss. Even at home. New Orleans, close win. So they are 12-3. and three. At Carolina, Carolina will shock them. So that's a loss. And then they'll win against the Jets and then win against Carolina. Or they'll split against Carolina. I don't know which game they're going to win. So, boom. 14-4. and four. Not bad. No, 13-4. and four. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. All right, that's not bad. I'm excited about the schedule. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait middle of the season to possibly do the wins, the updated wins and losses thing of the Eagles and, and Washington sitcom. That would be fun. Uh, real quick, let me go through all the D.C. teams. Um, That's not the Washington sitcom. So D.C. United... I forgot to, I was supposed to talk about this last time, but I didn't. It lost to Columbus, a game I really wasn't expecting them to win. But the way they lost is frustrating because they had two own goals. (laughs) 
Hell no. Tell the no, no, no. Like they were there, but they couldn't clear it. And they paid for it. And I'm just like, you have got to be kidding. A team like Columbus doesn't need help like that. They're the defending champs. What are you doing? Two own goals. And, and another frustrating thing is it was only one nothing at halftime. And they tied it up 1-1 in the second half. This is frustrating. They had a chance of winning. after. I, I mean, I would hope they'd come out with that type of effort after getting blasted by San Jose, where it was 3-1 in the first half. Like, I don't know what these guys are doing. It's looked like same old, same old DC United. Like, ever, ever since 2014 or after 2014, they've been trash outside of Wayne Rooney. So, I mean, what am I, what am I expecting? At the end of the day, man, it's, it's okay. Because their only win is against New York City FC. New York City FC has seven points. They're in second place. They only lost to New England by one. They're tied for first. Okay. Three straight losses, though. Columbus, San Jose, and New England. Well, that's okay. That is that is all right. They'll be, they'll be fine. I hope. But if it's the same old, same old D.C. United, there's going to be a long season. But if they can get it together and figure out what they're doing, we might make a surprise playoff run. Who knows? Because the table right now is looking pretty close and congested. The leader only has eight points, and we have three. And Columbus has only five, and we have three. So, listen, it's in reach. So, maybe I shouldn't worry too much, you know. Once I go to a game or two, you know, maybe I'll uh, be more little. Maybe I'll be even more optimistic. Hey, let's... See what it does, man. Let's let's do it. Now, the Nats. The Nats get on my nerves. They're seven and nine. Seven and nine, bro. No. They've lost seven of their last nine. They're 14 and 19. They're last in the NL East. But somehow, some way, they're only a game behind Atlanta and a half game behind Miami. And all they gotta do is win two or three games and they're back in the middle of the pack. That's interesting. But the, the Mets have gone on a kind of a hot streak, and the Phillies have been playing well. So we're five games behind the Mets and four and a half back of the Phillies. Like it's, And we almost got swept by the Phillies. Thank God the Nats decided to show up and play today. Corbin was in his bag. Thank God. And uh, he, he, was, he was dealing. I was hoping he did. And he, after a really slow start, he then came back and he responded like a professional should, and I like that. Um, I hate how Adubal Herrera has been killing the Nats this series. He just came out of nowhere, forgot all about him, didn't even know he was still in the league. He killed the Nats. He had a big, he had a big RBI. Oh, he had a big home run. Um, when we lost five two, yeah. Because the Nats were up 2-1 for most of that game. And then once Abdul Herrera hit that home run, it fell apart. That was yesterday. And I was like, man, come on, man. We can't keep losing games like that where our closers and our bullpen just fell apart. Just just fall apart. That has been a trend lately, and we got to fix that. Hopefully they just pitch their way out of that. 
because you can't keep losing these one run and two run games that are freaking two one in our favor at in the freaking eighth and ninth inning. That's ridiculous. That's okay. And Josh Bell, I'm glad he hit a home run because he's batting one thirty three. And I released them from my uh, fantasy team. And as soon as I do that, of course, after I do that, he hits a home run. How in the world? That's just that's just how life is, huh? That's that's just how life goes. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> fantasy baseball, man. You gotta be kidding me. Um, <laughs> but anyway, dog. The Nats are somehow still not out of it. I don't think they'll be 19 and 31, thank God. But it's still rough going, and they have to fix their bullpen, and they're going to have to figure out how to get more production offensively from, man, most of their lineup, period. Uh, the Wizards choked against the Hawks. I know they didn't have Bradley Bill. That was a killer. But they were still in those games. The first game, yeah, they got down 19. I turned the game off after they got down 15, I believe. I was like, I'm done. I'll just listen to this on the radio. And they came back. They fought back. And it looked like they were going to take the game. And then they fell apart. Wow. And then the opposite happened the next game. Westbrook, I told you, the Hawks, I don't think the Hawks could stop Westbrook. I don't think they could stop Westbrook. They're not that great of a defensive team, and that's exactly what happened. They didn't stop him. Westbrook got the triple-double record. He is now the all-time leader in triple-doubles, and he deserves it. It is an amazing accomplishment, and we I'm thankful he's on this team, and I, I love it. But, of course, you know, he gets the record. The first game, he gets the record. He has a chance to win after all that we've been through, that entire game, being now 19, and this guy misses the three instead of driving to the rim and getting fouled. It's just the legend of Russell Westbrook. You just got to deal with that. You just got to deal. It, it comes with it, man. It comes with it. Some brilliant plays and some boneheaded plays. That is Russell Westbrook. We just got to deal with it. I wanted that game back. And to make it worse, this guy scores 30-something points. This guy scores 30-something points, 25 in the first half, in the second game. But we can't stop Ice Trey, which is fine. I mean, he a beast. A lot on the line. Got a chance to close the door on the Bulls and delay the Atlanta Hawks seating. You know what I'm saying? Delay their little celebration and having home court in the first round. And they lose. And what sucks about that is they had the lead the majority of the game. And matter of fact, they were up double digits. They were up like 13, 15 points. In the third quarter, they were up by like nine. The fourth quarter, they were up by like nine. 30 seconds to go, they were winning. And somehow, some way. They, it, it gets the two, 116-114. John Collins hit that three, and then that was it. That was all she wrote. We had a chance to even win after John Collins put them up 117-116. But it didn't happen. 
they put the clamps on Westbrook in the second half. Or maybe Westbrook was just taking bad shots. I, I mean, either way, man. It's just a shame. Should have won that game. We had control. It's ridiculous. Thank God that the Bulls have the Raptors, the Nets, and the Bucks. If, if the Okay, I don't think they're beating the Raptors. The Raptors, their season's over, and they're going to have all their people. They're going to really want to win this game. I don't think the Bulls are going to beat the Raptors. They can, but I don't think so. Then they better hope, if they beat the Raptors, they better hope that the Wizards lose to the Hornets and the Cavs, which ain't happening. Like, the Hornets were evenly matched with, and the Hornets, I I don't know if they're completely healthy, and the Wizards are on a roll. Like I know the Hornets have beaten us twice already. Maybe three times. Yeah, they've beaten us three times already. Like, I know that's that's been a tough matchup all season. But we're going to get them. We're going to get – we just got to win one game. We got the Cavs next, who are pretty much tanking. I am worried that Kevin Love has turned into vintage Kevin Love. He had 36-10 and 10 against the Celtics. I mean, it was looking like 2016 all over again. But I'm not that worried. Like, we won't be able to stop – well, Kevin Love might stop himself. It's Colin Sexton we have to worry about. I mean, we blasted them in Cleveland the second time, right? Yeah. The first time was a close game because we couldn't stop Darius Garland. But when they came, when we came to Cleveland, like once we went on that, that run in the third quarter, it was wrap. I'm hoping for the same thing this time in, in our arena. Let's put them away early. To start resting people, and then we don't have to worry about the Charlotte games. We already clinched, and then we just get ready for Indiana, a team who we've beaten three times. We beat the Pacers three times. Like, we match up very well against them, and they can't stop Westbrook or Bill. <laughs> so I, I like that matchup a lot. Just saying. All right, now finally, the Caps. So the Caps... They they did just enough to get home ice. It's it's part of the it's part of the cycle. They did just enough to get home ice. And maybe this is probably the part where they lose in the first round, or if they don't lose in the first round, they end up losing to the penguins. This is the cycle. If we're coming to we're coming to the last part of it. This is the home stretch. Hopefully that doesn't end up being the case hopefully they can come out of this little division that they're in and they can beat the Bruins and then beat I assume the Penguins and then they get past that you know then things get interesting um you get somebody from any of those divisions they can end up playing the Vegas Golden Knights right off the gate right out the gate if they get out of the pod they're in but what I really want out of that one is I want Carolina because I want my revenge from two years ago. I hope we get Carolina because they got 80 points. And it looks like they're, they're one of the top season playoffs. I hope we get them. But we got to worry about the Bruins and the Penguins first. And, you know, I'm a little worried, especially with uh, Ovechkin coming off an injury and some of our players ain't really playing well. We got, uh, we got shaky goaltending. I don't know, man. I'm kind of worried. 
But let's see what happens. Uh, I would love to see another Stanley Cup in D.C. I'm just saying. And I'm sure the parade will happen because, you know, the reopening is happening. And I think the Caps, unlike the Wizards, I think the Wizards will be out by the time they get are able to get full capacity. But the Caps could still be playing. And I would love to see a full Capital One Arena for the Caps playoff game, especially if they're in the Stanley Cup Finals. Uh, Vegas Caps rematch could happen. I hope we shut them down again. Because <laughs> I'm sure Vegas will be favored once again. They have 82 points. It looks like they're getting the President's Cup. They're like that. So now let's get to the Sooner Schooner. The softball team done done it again, boy. They done it again. Nine straight. Haven't lost a Big 12 title since I was a freshman. I don't even know who won the Big 12 title. It's probably Missouri or somebody. It don't even matter. Nine straight. That's incredible. That is greatness. That is another GOAT level example right there. Nine straight. Uh, got so many postseason awards in the Big 12. I mean, come on. We have about, we got what? One, two, three, five. We got five people on the all Big 12 first team. That's crazy. Uh, that's crazy. We got a picture on there. I mean, Oklahoma State had four people. I mean, it's it's impressive. Like, they, that was one of the best Oklahoma State teams I've ever seen. That's the best Oklahoma State softball team I've ever seen. Period. But if you ask, like, real Cowgirl fans who were around in the 90s, apparently they were good in the 90s, they'll probably disagree or maybe not. But that's one of the best Oklahoma State teams I've ever seen. And honestly, they should have been a first-round knockout last Sunday. It was 9-1, to and they were just messing up all over the place. But to their credit, they were very disciplined at the plate. They were hitting home runs. They knocked G. Warris out the game. Then they knocked Shannon Shell out the game. So they weren't playing. And G. Warris, the second team, all Big 12. Shannon Shell, first team, all Big 12. They bodied them. And they turned a 9-1 deficit into 9-7. And that was just a frustrating third inning to watch. And I was like, God damn, this team will not go away. They are game and they are for real. Uh, Haley Busby and Kelly Maxwell, they hit home runs. All those those girls that were in first team, all Big 12, they showed up. They showed up that Sunday with the division the, the on the line, with the conference on the line. They all showed up. Now, Carrie Eberly, like, we gave her that work. Like, six earned runs, we gave her that work. Well, maybe, uh, maybe like, one or two earned runs. A, a bunch of them weren't earned. Maybe it was one earned run, but. We gave her that work, okay? We gave her that work. We gave them all that work. But Kerry Everly gave up like four runs in the first game. But Oklahoma State tried, but they failed. Once again, foiled their chances of stealing the Big 12. And OU wins again. But Oklahoma State's going to be a force. I was looking at the top recruits for softball and of course OU got the number one recruit again because Patty Gasso's like Nick Saban but Oklahoma State had a few people on that list too 
So they're gonna they're gonna be something to deal with. They're not just they're not gonna go away for a while, and it's gonna be annoying. But you know it is what it is, man. Congrats to everyone who made first team All Big Twelve. Grace Lyons was the Defensive Player of the Year. Tierra Jennings was the Freshman Player of the Year. Patty Gasso, Coach of the Year. Jocelyn Allo is a Big Twelve Player of the Year because she's a beast and bats like five hundred and got double digit home runs. She a beast, yo. Uh, Big 12 tournament tomorrow on Friday. And uh, how they do it is interesting. They got two pods. Uh, they got three teams in one pod, three in another. They got Oklahoma, Texas, and um, don't know what the other team is, but it doesn't even, it doesn't even matter because Oklahoma State's probably going to come away with that. Uh <laughs> Uh, it's not. It's not Kansas. I just know it's not Kansas. But um, Iowa State. Yeah, you got Texas, Iowa State, and um, Oklahoma State. That's gonna be a crazy one. Uh, I don't know who's gonna come out of that. Oklahoma State should come out of that because they're the best team in that part. And then on the other side, you got Oklahoma, Baylor, Texas Tech. We run ruled both of them multiple times. So. Hopefully, Oklahoma does the same thing there, and Oklahoma and Oklahoma State meet again. And I think, honestly, they have a good chance of meeting in the Women's College World Series, especially if Oklahoma State ends up 8 or 9. Uh, they have a good chance of meeting in the Women's College World Series, and I'd love to see that in OKC. For real, that would be dope. So now it's time for a hypothetical game of the episode. Wow. The hypothetical game of the episode just threw one together. What if sports clutch once again? And I got the 2001 Lakers versus the 2016 Thunder. I mean, I had to do something with the 2016 Thunder because tomorrow will be the five-year anniversary of me graduating with my masters from OU, the worthless masters. Like, once I created GOAT level, the masters became pointless. I say it's pointless, but who knows what could happen? What? Who knows what God has in store? So, but for now, it's, it's, it's pointless. I probably could have just did something else. But anyway, nevertheless... Uh, I got to talk about that later. Here we go. So the Thunder won by 20. They won 97-77. The fact that it was 97-77 tells you that the game was kind of played at the Lakers' pace. Uh, you, you know, the early 2000s and the 90s, that's a that's a type of score they would have. Like a low-scoring, slower pace, throw it in the post type of type of game but nevertheless man the, the thunder were just too much uh kevin durant had 23 10 and 6 russell westbrook's shocker he had a triple double uh 12 points 13 rebounds 12 assists sergi baka 16 points 8 rebounds no blocks somehow i i guess because he was going against Shaq. Uh, Deion Waiter, 17 off the bench and only shot one for five from three. Wow. 
Wow. No bench player had more than six, but Inez Kanter hung in there and got seven rebounds. That's that's pretty impressive. On the Lakers side, they only scored 77 points. Uh, Kobe Bryant, horrendous. Five for 24 and 0 for 3 from three. Just an awful game from Kobe Bryant. Ten points, five rebounds, two assists, a block and a steal. Hey, man, rest in peace, Kobe Bryant. But in this hypothetical, he played an awful game. Uh, Shaq, 19 and 11 with three blocks. That's incredible. And only one turnover. He's 8 for 18. I guess, you know, them big bodies down there, that's just that's tough for him to deal with. You know, he got to deal with Steven Adams and and uh, <laughs> Inez Kenner. I guess, you know, slowed him down a little bit, but not a lot. But, see, but, you know, Thunder was too much. What answer do you have for Kevin Durant? You just don't. I mean, Lakers were only losing by seven at halftime. But then the Thunder, you know, pulled away in the third and definitely the fourth. And they were just, just too much. So that is the hypothetical game of the episode and the end of the episode. And you know that I'm out. Peace. Thanks for listening to another episode of the GOAT Level Podcast. Make sure you share, subscribe, and get money.